On the farm today, we get an update from the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. Joining me right now is Chair Arnold Balicki. And Arnold, of course, you were very busy yesterday touring Conservative MPs in the north-central area of the province. Of course, next week, a similar tour is being held in the south. But talk to us a, a little bit about the importance of touring these MPs some of the issues that came up and and some of the concerns for the livestock industry that you wanted to get across. We wanted to highlight to them our industry and some of the struggles we're going through. And, you know, drought is is a, a huge uh, issue. It it was just small pockets of, of concern uh, early on in the summer, but then that just expanded uh, as we went through the through the summer now into the fall. So that's a huge concern for us. Um, you know, of course, we welcome the Fed's announcement of the livestock tax deferral uh, that's qualifying RMs. But, you know, at this point, we can see where a lot of areas were missed. And so uh, we look forward to working with them and, and correcting that those missed areas. Uh, you know, and, and for the past number of years, you know, our, our cattle industry um, has been pushing government really hard to allow producer self-declaration and allowing all types of cattle to qualify for the deferral for drought or flooding. And as well, in addition to that, um, we look to we look like to see the program to allow replenishing of them cattle numbers over a number of years so as not to have producers sell in the low market and then have all of us buying back in a high market, which would be the case if everyone is buying back at the same time. So we, we had a really great opportunity to to have our uh, MPs view the drought in, in Saskatchewan. We were south of Saskatoon, and even myself, I was not aware of the, of the, uh, the huge areas of drought in Saskatchewan until we did the tour yesterday and the devastating effects of that. I mean, last year was bad enough for all of the province. Now we have areas that are into a second or third drought, uh, I guess the only saving grace for those producers is, is that it's not the entire province. There is feed available. But the huge concern to our producers is uh, transporting that feed, the freight costs, you know, with the uh, carbon tax and, and all the other high costs that go into getting feed to the farmyard. So that's a huge concern. Y- you know, the... the uh, Community pastures. Uh, some of them only took in, uh, reduced their intake by 33 percent. So producers scrambled to find other places to put cattle, or or actually had to sell them. And so this tax deferral thing needs to really be looked at in a in a broader sense. The other issue that's top of mind is Canada's lack of preparedness in the event of a foot and mouth disease outbreak. And, you know, that awareness was really heightened when I attended the bilateral and trilateral meetings at the Canadian Beef Industry Conference in B.C. Uh, a week or so ago. You know, the U.S. delegation made it absolutely crystal clear they were not going to share any of their vaccine bank with anyone. And so, you know, therefore, uh, Canada and uh, CFIA in particular and uh, Agriculture and Agri Food Canada need to step up their game plan and the funding for the foot mouth disease vaccine bank. As you know, any reportable disease falls under their jurisdiction. So naturally, they should be the ones taking the lead on it. So, you know, and we're really hoping with uh, last week's announcement of the $45 million investment for preparedness and, and uh, 
and establishing a vaccine for the hog industry in regards to African swine fevers. Uh, we're hoping that's a precedent-setting measure, and so those same concerns and will be applied to to the ent- entire livestock, uh, clove and hoofing uh, industry animals in, in, in the industry. You know, our ask for a vaccine bank is $3.5 million. And uh, whereas, you know, if uh, AAFC or CFIA chooses to do, n- to do nothing, it is estimated that a foot and mouth disease outbreak in Canada will cost the Canadian economy upwards of $58 billion. And you heard that right, $58 billion, not million. And the total loss of jobs, and that doesn't even take into account the... the uh, the stress and the mental health issues that go along with with the destruction of of a large number of animals. That, of course, was just a small portion of my conversation with Arnold about the tour with the MBs and the concerns in the livestock industry today. We'll continue with that conversation next week on The Farm. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Vossler.